Premiership winner from the Penrith Panthers after last Sunday night. Jack, good morning, mate. Welcome to Saturdays on the Coast. Hey, Butte, Steve. Thanks for having me. Hey, how does that sound? Jack Cogger, Premiership winner. Uh, I saw you last Sunday yeah. night when you were doing your lap of honour. And how's the week of celebrations been? Uh, it's been good, mate. Uh, like, still, as you said, hard to believe what you just said there, that it's that it's true, but it's slowly sinking in um, today after a few days of uh, being, uh, celebrating. But, um, yeah, slowly starting to sink in now as I looked at my hands um, or my fingers more than I ever have in the last couple of days. When you came on, just let us know about your mindset and what were, I guess, a few of the, a few of the key things you were focusing on the minute you came on the field. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of been my position in the team all year, whether that be filling in for full games or coming on for injuries or as an interchange player. So worked a lot on um, staying calm and just doing the job I had to do at the time. So it was it was pretty nerve-wracking. It was the first two minutes I was on. I think Ezra went through and scored another two tries. I was going, oh, this doesn't look good. But, um, yeah, we're able to stick to our game plan and um, if they were going to... They're going to beat us. They're going to have to, uh, you know, be playing well the whole game. And we ended up, yeah, my the best set in the house to see Nathan Cleary do his thing there at the end. Yeah, Nathan Cleary, now a two-time Clive Churchill medalist. He said after the game, and also his dad, who's your head coach, he said that you unlocked him. So tell us what you're saying to Nathan in those moments. Oh, I think he's been uh, probably a bit nice there. He, he did a lot himself, but... Um, yeah, I'd come on. They'd been playing for 60 minutes or an hour, nearly an hour by the time I got in there. So I uh, probably had a different view of the game. I was a bit fresher legs, a bit fresher mind. And, um, yeah, just reminded him of a couple of things that he already knows. And, um, yeah, obviously played a little bit different when it's uh, Nathan and I compared to him and him and Jerome and um, got him running the ball a little bit more. And, yeah, everyone just stand back and watch sometimes. And, um, yeah, that last, that last try... Um, yeah, it, was, it felt like everything stood still for a second there before everyone ran in and um, tackled him in celebration. Hey, Jack, you, um, I, I reckon it's great to hear, and it must be good for you to hear, and I, you're being really humble at the moment, but um, to hear the impact or the significant contribution you made uh, to the squad when you, or to the team, sorry, when you did come on, and the impact um, or the opportunity you provided Nathan to be able to do what he did in that last 25 minutes. He's game changed. And, and again, it's a credit to him that he's got that ability to be able to do that. Um, considering the situation, the circumstance, you're down by 16 points, you know, to adjust his game the way he did, to go from, you know, the, the game manager to then the running player. Yeah, it's a good point, Butes, because he makes that break, the first break on the right side of the field yep. where he finds Leota on the inside and then... He scores the try from the left, left side. side. Yeah, he's moving around. And you know what? He's just playing that role. But he can't play that role if you're not there and the contribution you make. And uh, it must be rewarding for you. And again, you, you, I know you're going to be humble here and whatever else. But to, to, to know and, and also for other people to uh, acknowledge how significant your contribution was when you come on, mate. Yeah, it's pretty special to hear. Um, yeah, both Nathan and Ivan obviously got a lot of respect for them both. Um, you know, first Ivan bringing me to the club and then I think this year I was able to kind of take my game or, you know, improve my game just through the confidence that he gave me of saying, righto, there's, there's 
you know, 25 minutes ago in the grand final, I'm going to put you on and see if you can make a change. And, you know, in the back of my head, I'm going, well, if he's got the confidence in me, then um, I'm going to be confident in my own ability. So, um, yeah, it's pretty special when when someone, you know, they've already won two comps and you come in um, in the third season and they're, they're willing you to chuck in the deep end. And, um, yeah, I'm just, yeah. Still, part that I got to be play a very small part in um, such a you know big moment for for the club and to win three grand finals in a row. It's um, you know obviously been a long time since any club done that, so um, and no one in the modern modern era. So just to play mm. a small role in something that's pretty special, probably for the last team for for a while anyway. Um, yeah, still still a bit unbelievable. Yeah, he is being far too humble, Butes, because he he's the X factor. He mentions about all the players that have already won two rings. When he comes on, he's yet to win a grand final. Yeah. So he's playing his heart out and doing everything within his power to get his team on the front foot. I think as a coach, when you think about, and also as a player off the bench, you want to make a contribution, right? That's why your coach gives you that. And for you... Um, he's lucky too because he gets almost half an hour. Yeah, correct. You know, gets significant game time. Jack, tell me the difference about... Um, the Penrith setup and the system they have in place, because obviously, you know what Ivan has put in uh, place here, and you know the, you know four grand finals, three Pete, like it is, you know, and it is just a precision of quality players that keeps coming through, and anybody that goes to that club rises and lifts to a whole new level, which you know your game has. What is the big difference, or the big differences that you've seen within the club uh, from other clubs you've been at? Uh, probably just straight away the intensity of training every day. You know, I got there the first day and um, it was it was up. But I thought, you know, it's the first day. Everyone gets a bit excited, testing, trying to put their best foot forward. And yeah, this might calm down like it does at other clubs. But it just kept rising as players came back from international duty. Got you know training lifted again. And then as the season went on and we were under the pump there, the first ten rounds it lifted again. Our best week of training was probably the grand final week. So. That's definitely a point of difference, and just just um, focusing on fundamentals. It seems strange. I kind of tell people, you know, what we do at training, and it's very basic stuff sometimes. But it's mm. being able to do those fundamental skills under pressure, which you know, like Sunday night when the when the heat really turned up, it was just going back to back to those basic skills that you learn when you're ten and doing them the best you can when when the pressure stakes are up and. Um, that's what they've been able to do this year, but mm. yeah, for the last three years. Yeah, Butes, I know you've got the next question, but this is something that I'll ask Jack when he comes on my podcast, The Perfect Ten. I love the fact that Ivan... So after being at Newcastle and being at the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, Jack goes overseas to try to you know, resurrect his career, maintain his career and see what unfolds. He gets a call from Ivan. And Ivan's looking for a, a player that's a Mr. Fix-It. You know, maybe like a Apisai-Kurosau perhaps. Yep. And then look at what happens. Look at what unfolds for Jack Cogger when he comes back into that system after being with the Knights and being with Canterbury. I've heard a bit of a story about this. And, you know, it was on ECN where a guy had spoken to Ivan about why he brought Jack Cogger back. And it was basically because of the fact that uh, Jack and uh, Nathan played against each other when they were younger. So Ivan knew what Jack had to offer. Yeah, love right? it, love right? it. And he knew what he was as a kid, as a player, uh, and, you know, the fact that he was on the phone and answered the call at whatever o'clock it was in the morning 
uh, to take the Zoom call from um, Ivan Cleary. Uh, and, and that sort of summed it up where you're at. Jack, a couple of things that you mentioned before, you know, the basic skills. And, and I think sometimes we get so carried away with, you know, how important the big plays are or whatever it is. Right, the basic skills are ones that actually allow you that opportunity in the big moments to, to get the job done. I also look at the professionalism of someone like Nathan Cleary. Right, we talk about how important that 40-20 kick was. He kicks, and we've seen him do 40-metre dropouts. We've seen him do kicks from the sideline. We've seen him do 40-20s, right? He practices that. Jack, how much time does he put into that stuff? And before you answer it, I think he does it on the third play. Yep. It's the third tackle. But, but it's no surprise that he nails those big plays because he works so hard at them. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think Nathan probably, I don't know how many 40-20s he kicked this year, but he could kick a hell of a lot more. But I think sometimes he saves them for the big moments uh, when they're really needed. And it was needed at that time in the grand final. But he's out there. You know, try, It's a bit of a cliche, but he is the last one off the field. I try and battle him out, but... Um, they're trying to turn the lights off on us sometimes when we're trying to get out of there. But, um, yeah, he's, you know, work ethic in terms of being out there on the field, but also his study in terms of the opposition and where fullbacks are sitting in the line or where they like to position themselves to, to cover kicks. He, he's watching all that, not just, you know, watching footy because he enjoys it, but... Uh, we obviously have all the computers and can re- and replay games at training and the hours he puts into that and um, mm. studying the game. Is, you know, when he comes up with a play, I you know it still still amazes me, but it's it's no surprise anymore. Yeah, his new nickname it should be just Iceman. Iceman, he's yeah. the Iceman. Like uh, out of uh, Top Gun, yeah. he is the Iceman. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Jack, we're running out of time here. We saw Ivan and Nathan after the grand final. What about yourself and your dad, who's a Magpies legend, the great Trevor Cogger? Tell us about that moment. Yeah, it was pretty special. I climbed up over the over the fence and, and saw all my family. It's, it's been a big kind of couple of years for us. You know, have to go overseas and they've supported me my, my whole career and not getting to see too many games while I'm on that side of the world. And yeah, they didn't miss a game this year, whether it was reserve grade or in Queensland or wherever we were. They they travelled and. Um, hmm. He doesn't say much a big fella, but um, yeah, it was a pretty special moment when um, yeah, I got to, got to get a photo with him with the ring. Yeah. Well, we're giving you a uh, standing ovation well done, well done. at Gosford Sailing Club. Well done, mate. Look forward to speaking to you on the Perfect 10 podcast, and congratulations on winning the premiership last Sunday night. Thanks, boys. Have a good one.